Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, August 4th, 2019 and I'm broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica and we are all still on the mend from the wonderful July that we had. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm still physically on the mend and uh, people are still emotionally on the mend from what they tell me, and it's been quite a purging of old stuff. This is what happens during eclipses. Things come to the table. We purge them. We contend with them. We uh, heal ourselves, and that's what it's been. It's been a time of releasing, and, and especially when you get to a south node eclipse like we had in the middle of the month on the 16th, it, it's often that releasing time so onward we go into the new week and there's actually some very nice things happening this week um jupiter is very active this week so one of the things that we are going to look at is that jupiter is stationing so jupiter is stopping in the sky and it's stopping at 14 degrees of sagittarius so this is its retrograde station direct after being retrograde since April. And it's in its own sign. It went retrograde back, you know, months ago. So it's been quite a while that we've been experiencing Jupiter retrograde. And it was at 24 degrees of Sag on the 11th of April. And so it's moved a whole 10 degrees back. And now it's at 14. It's going to be at 14 really the entire month of August, except for the very, very end of August when it moves to 15. But it's going to be, it's slow, it's stopping. And when Jupiter stops and turns direct, uh, things come to fruition. Uh, successful things are once again in our reach. Um, Jupiter is the planet of abundance. It's the planet of openness and and it's the planet of being supported and and feeling supported and it's the planet where we get our we talk to our guides our our angel on our shoulder and it's really an interesting thing because it's been in its own sign since last November and now we're really watching it um, do sort of the second half of its journey there so we've got the rest of the year for Jupiter to be in its own sign. So as I said a while ago, this is the time to take advantage of Jupiter being in its own sign because once it goes into Capricorn, we're not seeing Jupiter in Sagittarius again for another 12 years. So this is the year of expansion. This is the year of protection. This is the year of opening the door to something um, bigger. And so at if you have anything at 14 degrees Sagittarius uh, or 14 degrees, 14 degrees um, mutable in your chart, or 13, 14, 15 degrees, you're definitely going to feel this Jupiter. And, you know, allow it to expand your life. Allow it to wash over your life. Allow it to be present for you. Um, you know, we don't, we don't get Jupiter and Sag very often. And it's actually a very good thing to use when you need to sort of take a leap of faith because it really is it's in its faith-oriented sign 
So the sun and Venus make very good relationship to Jupiter this week. Now remember the sun and Venus are traveling close together because we had that nice new moon last week and they were not exactly conjunct, but we had a nice new moon in early Leo and Venus was with the moon, the sun. And even though Venus was not exact, it's still traveling very close to the sun. And actually Venus and the sun will make an exact conjunction on the 14th, but that's not for another week and a half. So this Wednesday, the sun makes a very lovely trine aspect to Jupiter, which is at 3.30 in the morning Eastern time. And then Venus makes a very lovely trine to Jupiter on the 8th, which is Thursday at 4.30 in the afternoon Eastern time. So both of these are positive flowing aspects. And as Jupiter is making its direct station, we are seeing some very lovely uh, openings to Jupiter. Now, Jupiter for everyone is not the same. You know, these aspects are helping us to guide us to see things that we might not have seen. The sun enlightens us, so it's shining a light on Jupiter. It's opening the door. It's providing us with an opportunity. So we have to take the opportunity. We can't be lazy. Um, like I said, Jupiter's different things for different people. If you have a non-stressed Jupiter in your chart, if your Jupiter's in pretty good shape, it's in good place, you shouldn't have any issues. If you have sometimes, uh, you know, a stress aspect to Jupiter, that could easily translate into where Jupiter can cause problems for you. Um, maybe overindulgence, maybe you don't feel fortunate, maybe you are fortunate, but you don't realize it. There's, and sometimes you overdo things, you know, there's again, overindulgence, but overdoing things can be very much a Jupiterian thing, doing big, things too big, too grand, too much. And <clears throat> certainly that could be anything. That could be work too. That could be doing too much work, doing too much uh, expansion too, too quickly. And so it's good to keep an eye on things and to keep your eye on your life because Jupiter really is a, uh, a, lovely influence, but we do need to still be not entirely reliant on it. We just, we need to be able to keep it in perspective. Um, so what's interesting is that Venus, which isn't Leo, is making, going to make a very nice aspect to Jupiter on Thursday. And so we have, we have sort of a double blessing this week. And so that's, that's a really positive, positive experience. And thankfully, you know, we need a double blessing after, after last month. <laughs> so Jupiter makes its station direct 930 in the morning on the 11th, which is a week from today. And that's Eastern time. And really there's a lot going on that day because it's a kind of a quiet week. And then we get to Sunday next weekend and it's, it's all about Jupiter turning direct Mercury going into Leo, back into Leo, and Uranus turning retrograde. So let's talk about all of those. So we're talking about Jupiter. So, you know, Jupiter will go direct in things that might have been hanging in the air since April, things that you came up with, things that you were 
working on maybe or projects or family events or something that you were expecting to be dealing with is now going uh, to start moving forward again. It's good when the planets move forward. It means that they're, they're doing the right thing. They're, they're moving forward and life goes on. Um, and if you have, uh, if you recall, Mercury, Mercury went retrograde at about four degrees Leo in early July on the 7th. It was like four and a half degrees Leo. And so it's going back into Leo again next Sunday. So it's finally leaving Cancer. So it was in Cancer, went into Leo, slowed down in Leo. And it was funny, it, it was really in Leo for a, a few weeks, <laughs> even though it didn't get very far. It went to four and a half degrees, but it really was in Leo for like from the 27th of June all the way to the 18th of July. So in all that time, it only traveled four degrees and then backwards four degrees. So that was, wasn't a whole lot of Leo that Mercury traversed. It's just that it took three weeks to do it, which is very interesting, you know. Um, it's, it's really interesting. It really did take a long time. This was a slow Mercury retrograde. And what I've been hearing from people is that they are so glad it's over. Um, I think it was a little too much and a little over the top with Mercury retrograde in cancer and going through cancer and while we were having the experience of the two eclipses. Um, but now Mercury is direct and moving out of the sign of cancer. So next Sunday, so this is its last week in the sign of cancer till it goes in next year. And so it's been in cancer since that mid-July and it was in cancer before, back in June. And um, it's really moving out and we're finally, it doesn't come out of its shadow yet though. So that it doesn't do that till it's four and a half degrees Leo. So it's really in Leo. It starts 3.45 p.m. next Sunday, Eastern time. And so it we revisit where it's stationed and what it was doing. And it doesn't really get out of its shadow, shadow until Thursday the 15th. So we've got a while yet before Mercury. We've got another week and a half before Mercury gets out of its shadow. So, you know, review things. It should, you should be getting some clarity. There may be things that you were focusing on, getting information about, using information for, to embrace uh, during that retrograde time. And now here we are uh, as it's direct and it's going to go back into Leo. So going back into Leo is actually a good thing because it's going to finally get out of there and, and do, its, do its dance out of its own shadow. And that's been very important very important um whatever you were working on at that time may have been a very important uh you know project or you know it 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 really kind of fumbled everybody up because um you know we were all doing things we all had projects I was doing things I was in the middle of something important and it just kind of put a screeching halt to on the brakes 
of whatever we were doing. And I felt that more than typically. And, you know, this is a really good example of a Mercury retrograde where it does that. This was a long one. We had, instead of 21 days, it was 24. And that's just too long. <laughs> and then we, we, when we finally, you know, got it to go direct, it went direct at the eclipse point. So it was just, you know, people have been telling me they've been a mess. So I, everyone has my empathy and everyone has my my uh, good intentions. Everyone has my my hand. If they if they need a hand, they can reach out to me. But it's been it's been quite a time. Mercury is it's a good example of Mercury because we think we're we think that we could just keep going on, that we could just keep doing what we're doing, and that we're gonna keep moving forward. And really, what it's saying is you have to be introspective. You have to go backwards. Sorry, you have to. Stop and think about what you're doing and stop and embrace what you're doing and stop trying to press, press, push too hard forward because all it's going to do is throw you on your back. And that's what it did. It did that to me at least, you know, winding up sick as I've been and other people too. I, I think that people were just relieved because they, they feel like they were making progress, and I know I was making progress, and then it just stopped. And so uh, this is a retrograde. This is what retrogrades do. Um, the outer planets, we don't feel so much because they're retrograde for half the year. It's always good when they're all sort of direct and moving direct. You know, it's not often because by the time everybody's going direct, somebody else is going retrograde. And uh, that's the case, you know, lately, um, where we, we start to feel like we're going forward and, and then we get, we get kind of thrown back. It's not as bad as last year. Remember last year, last year where we had so many things retrograde at the same time, Mars and Mercury and Pluto and Uranus and everything was retrograde and we're not having that this year. So that's the good news. Next year's another story, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, (coughs) excuse me, there's been, uh, so there's been, Mercury in Cancer all this time. And then it will free itself up, go into Leo, and then we will have five planets in fire signs. So we're going to get our energy back. We don't feel like we have our energy back right now. We don't. And it's okay. We can't just say, uh, snap our fingers and get our energy back. So we have to just pay attention to what the universe is telling us. You know, there are things that there's a reason we had to stop what we were doing. There's a reason we needed to sort of pedal backwards and reflect. There's reasons we need to stop and take a look at everything because maybe something doesn't make sense and now it's finally going to make sense. So even though it's only been a few days since Mercury went direct, um, we have to start thinking forward about you know how it's going to affect us once it gets out of its shadow middle of next week so you know it's it's no longer retrograde but it's still traveling over a section of the zodiac where it's been before and so you know we can think back to june the middle of june where it was at these degrees and then sitting here in these last this last week and a half last couple of weeks where it's been over these degrees so if you feel like you're running the same race or running around the same track 
that's because Mercury's been doing this. So allow it to happen. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. It's been too hard. I know I've tried to fight it and try to move forward. Forget it. Just, just you're going to be exhausted. Don't fight it. Just let the universe tell you what it has to tell you. Listen. Just sit back and listen and just don't fight it. Don't resist. Resistance is futile. So <laughs> just keep taking back your power one, one moment at a time. And then Uranus is going to go retrograde next Sunday. And so that's a lot of information on one day next weekend that we are going to have. And we'll talk again about this as it's happening because I'm sure there's going to be some shifts and some changes. But Uranus is an outer planet. And Uranus has been in the sign of Taurus for the first time in 84 years. So this is a bigger deal because last year Uranus stepped into Taurus went only up to two, three degrees and turned around, went back and went back into Aries. This time it's staying in Taurus. It's not leaving. It's going to be in Taurus. It's going to retrograde in Taurus and it's at six degrees Taurus and that's six degrees of fixed. If you have anything at six degrees fixed or close to that, four, five, six, seven, eight degrees fixed, you're going to feel this. And Uranus is planet of surprises and genius and brilliance and and anything that's unexpected or unusual or innovative so you know it spends half the year retrograde so this is not uncommon half of us have a retrograde uranus in our charts half the population in the world has a retrograde Uranus. So it's going to make its retrograde. So it's stopping now. And the retrograde is not until, you know, late next Sunday night, but we're feeling it already. So if you're an Aquarius and Uranus is your ruling planet, then you're definitely feeling the slowdown of your ruling planet. And so you should probably just listen to your ruling planet and slow it down and sort of be with it and be patient with it and, and be patient with yourself. And if you are um, a Taurus, then you are getting this in your sign. Now, this is as far as Uranus has come in all this time. Six degrees. And that means it's not going further than six degrees this year. It's going to go back retrograde back to two degrees so it's not moving back that far but it is a slow moving planet so we can't expect it to it's been six degrees so far all month it's going to be six degrees for the rest of the month it's going to be six degrees for the first three weeks of next month and we are definitely experiencing this retrograde um slowdown and if you've gotten anything in a way that, you know, it triggered the new moon the other day. And it's connected to that Mercury. Remember, Mercury went retrograde at four degrees. It was squaring Uranus. So there's innovative information. That's part of this whole thing. And Uranus and Mercury are going to get together again next week. So when we finally, like, get Mercury out of its shadow, it's going to go smack into Uranus. And so anything, if you're fixed, you're Scorpio, you're Aquarius, you're... Taurus or Leo, you are definitely feeling the Uranus station. Now, everybody is going to feel it. Uranus is one of those things that you don't really quite understand <laughs> immediately. You're like, 
what is this? Why is this happening to me? What, what, is, what is this strange energy that's going on? If it's undefinable, it's usually Uranus. <laughs> and Uranus is brilliance and genius. So, you know, it's going backwards. It means that we should be focusing on our innovative talents that we have within. And if it's moving over your chart some way, and it's moving over one of your planets, then pay particular attention. It's bringing you back to something. I almost liken Uranus to homeopathy, because if it's in your sign, it brings you back to yourself. And it's actually a fascinating bunch of energy. Uranus Uranus is going to bring you back, even though it's a very forward-thinking, innovative planet, it's so much about triggering old things and triggering, you know, out, this is what outer planets do. They trigger us and it combs away the old debris. That's what outer, the job of an outer planet. Um, it shakes up what you consider to be reality. So when Uranus does this, it's giving you a clue as to, you know, kick it away, kick it to the curb. Uranus doesn't want anything ancient hanging around it this isn't this isn't a planet of you know antiques that's saturn <laughs> this is a planet of rocket ships and you know high speed technology and high speed everything so super highways and innovative automobiles and this is where you know we speed everything up but it's in taurus which is not a speedy sign it's a earthbound fixed sign. So it's not terribly um, open to being sped up. It likes its, you know, its complete security. It likes its festive times with family. It likes things to be a little slow and relaxed. You know, Uranus um, doesn't care about your comfort zone, but Taurus does. So Wherever you've gotten a little comfortable in your life, I can guarantee you Uranus is like kicking up the dust. And so that's okay. You know, Taurus is where we like to get comfortable, where we like things to be slow and steady, and where we like things to be very quiet and focused and just sort of normal. Uranus isn't letting that happen. So if things have been uh, less than quiet in that area of your chart, it's because Uranus is now kicking up dust there. It's where things have been the same way for a long time, and it's time to change those things. That's what Uranus does. Even if it's like once it goes into Gemini, or once when it was went into Aries a few years back, that area needed some refreshment in your chart. And so Taurus, which is the most fixed of all the fixed signs, it stays put. It doesn't like to move. You know, if somebody's got the moon in Taurus or they're a Taurus sun, they don't, they don't budge. <laughs> These are people who don't budge very easily. It takes a lot to get them to move unless they've got a hell of a lot of fire and uh, mutability in their astrological charts or cardin cardinal signs. They really love to just, they want their routine. They want to know what's happening today is what's happening tomorrow. And that's all fine. Somebody's got to do that. Somebody's got to be slow and steady and, 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 be that way. But Uranus is coming in and saying, woohoo, party's starting. We're, we're, we're doing something a little different here. We've got to do something different. And where that is, you've got to pay attention to that. 
because you're if you resist once again <laughs> resistance is futile especially when it's uranus it's like don't keep doing the same thing don't don't do something the same way over and over because it, in that uranian house because sometimes those things work and sometimes they don't and right now they're saying Mm -mm, not going to work that way. It's working for you to change things. So remember, even no, none of us want to change. None of us, like sometimes we want things to change. Oh, I need to change jobs. Oh, we want to move to a bigger house. We need a change. Ah, oh, we need some changes in our life to, to live a different, better life. Sure, you want some changes, but the reason they don't happen overnight, it's like, ah, we want to move to a bigger house. Boom, snap my fingers. We've got a bigger house. It's because there's stuff between us and the bigger house. <laughs> and there's stuff between us and making changes happen, especially if they're big changes. Like, you know, new jobs, different houses, um, new cities. You know, all of a sudden you know, that it doesn't happen, especially in that Taurus house. It, it's kind of pokey. So what we're paying attention to now is that Uranus is coming in and saying, okay, you, you really unconsciously said you wanted this to change. You were saying this in your sleep. This is it. You needed change. We're giving it to you. And you're like, but wait, but wait, that's not what I wanted to change. No, you don't have control over that. <laughs> the universe knows better than we do. And so the universe is giving us change where we, where we need it or in forcing us to take initiative. And that's what you need to do with Uranus is you need to take that initiative and say, okay, Uranus is you know calling. I can feel it. I have to do something different here. Even if it's just, you know, waking up at a different time every day. I have to change my life in certain areas. I have to change my career. I have to change my living room furniture around to have better feng shui. We, you know, it's asking you to shake things up there. You have to. And it's going to benefit you to do that. So don't resist it. It's really easy to resist when it comes to Taurus houses. It's really easy to just dig our feet in and not keep moving. But it's important to allow this change to come. And don't necessarily hold on too tight. Holding on tight is not going to get you anywhere, especially, especially where your money is concerned. Because gosh, we all know that Taurus, Taurus rules money, Venus money. It's, it's going to be fine. It's just that Uranus going into Taurus, everybody's kind of gripping hotter and tighter to their money. And it's, don't do that. The more you flow, the better off you're going to be. Don't do that. Money exists to change hands. Um, and on that note, again, we're having a very nice Venus trine Jupiter. Money exists to change hands. This is, this is an abundant aspect. Um, so tomorrow the moon is in Libra as it is right now. And we have lots of little aspects where the moon touches Saturn, the moon touches Pluto, as we usually get during the... Uh, cardinal sign moon day and so that's going to happen tomorrow so work through work through your day it goes into scorpio on tuesday the 6th at 11 30 a.m eastern time and then it's in scorpio for a couple days um but it's going to be void for most of thursday 10 58 a.m eastern time to 4 35 p.m when it goes into sag and that's nice because we're going to have that venus trine jupiter and the moon is going to go into sag so the end of the week is going to be delightful and the moon is in sag all day friday hey yay everybody goes out after work and parties and then all day saturday 
the 10th, it will be in Sag. And it goes void on Saturday afternoon at 3.50, but who cares? It's a Saturday and the moon is in Sag. Go to the movies, go have a party, invite people over. It goes into Capricorn on Sunday, early Sunday, and it'll be in Capricorn after that for a couple days. But really, I think the end of the week, I don't think this is a bad week. I don't expect this to be, yeah, tomorrow might be a little tedious because the moon is going to get all wrapped up with the outer planets again. But really, we've got some nice aspects from the sun and Venus to Jupiter. And, you know, they are coming into aspect. They're exact in the middle of the week, but that means they're already working for us. So... Get some rest, rest and relax and be positive. Try to stay positive because, you know, it's been tough and we're all kind of beat up from this last month and we're all in recovery and we're all recuperating. So we're, we're in a fiery time. Enjoy it. Enjoy the season and enjoy these nice trines we have this week. And that's about it. My name is Deb McBride. I am a professional astrologer for three decades, and I do astrological sessions. If you're interested, please contact me, deb at debmcbride.com. And you can uh, see my website, debmcbride.com, and you can look at my Instagram and my YouTube page. I have a YouTube channel as well where I've explained a lot of um, astrological goings-on in these last weeks. And my Instagram is at Deb Astrology. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology, where I regularly post announcements, especially about my podcast. So I thank you for listening and be well this week and enjoy the lovely trines to Jupiter and expand and don't be afraid of shaking things up with Uranus. Have a good week.